The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus journeyed from one town and village to another, preaching and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. Accompanying him were the twelve and some women who had been cured of evil spirits and infirmities. Mary, called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out, Joanna, the wife of Herod's steward Chusa, Susanna, and many others, who provided for them out of their resources. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. We're, uh, we've come to the end of the letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians, um, and Paul is dealing with the topic of resurrection. Uh, the people in Corinth were confused by it. Some of them thought that um, maybe they already had reached uh, the resurrection or that it wasn't even possible. There was all kinds of confusion, and Paul is really just imploring that people think about what they're saying and really what it means for the resurrection. And it's not just um, that people who have died will come back to life. There was Lazarus uh, that, you know, uh, had happened. Elijah uh, brought back a young boy. But they died again. So the resurrection being eternal life. The resurrection is is eternal life. Um, it, uh, it seems really um, a, a, a perfect um, scripture for our saints today. Um, Cornelius and Cyprian, uh, in the third century, um, there was a lull in the uh, um, persecution of uh, Christians, and um, so many that had what they called lapsed or had denied the good news and Jesus and the resurrection, um, wanted to come back to the faith. And there was a lot of debate on whether they should or not. And Cornelius, the Pope, uh, eventually won out and he said that uh, there should be mercy, there should be penance, uh, and these people should be able to come back into the church. Uh, Fittingly, uh, he got to demonstrate his faith. And so that's why we wear red today, because as Pope, he was martyred um, along with Cyprian. Um, I always find it fascinating in our gospel reading, um, the focus on the women. And um, really this last line um, so the women provided for them out of their resources. That's, that's what we read. That's the translation that we have. And so we think that uh, they had money and they provided. Um, if you look at some of the other English translations, um, there's one that I really find fascinating. Um, they cared for them out of their substance. It really seems to go much deeper and farther than they had some money and they made it available to support the ministry. They provided and cared 
out of their substance. Well, uh, you may have heard the term uh, the genius of woman. John Paul II uh, wrote about that back in the 90s. Uh, he didn't really define it very well, uh, what the genius of woman was. Um, but I found a really interesting uh, paragraph that uh, he had written on this uh, in his letter to women. But he says, to bring out the full truth about women, it's necessary that we need to emphasize that there is this, what we call the genius of woman. Not only by considering great and famous women of the past or present, but also those ordinary women who reveal the gift of their womanhood by placing themselves at the service of others in their everyday lives. For in giving themselves to others each day, women fulfill their deepest vocation, perhaps more than men, women acknowledge the person because they see persons with their hearts. They see them independently of various ideological or political systems. They see others in their greatness and limitations. They try to go out to them and help them. In this way, the basic plan of the creator takes flesh in the history of humanity. And there is constantly revealed in the variety of vocations that beauty not merely physical, but above all spiritual, which God bestowed from the very beginning on all and in a particular way on women. Um, the two things out of that, seeing with their hearts, we see that through uh, the New Testament uh, gospel where we see the women taking care of Jesus and they're seeing with their hearts. And uh, finally, uh, when I think about this uh, giving out, giving of their very substance, um, a little fact that I learned about in one of uh, my diaconate formation, um, we were looking at um, really it was um, birth control methods, which uh, again, I wouldn't say I'm an expert on any of that, but um, one of the things that I learned was that um, a woman is given all of the uh, eggs that they'll ever have while they're just four months old in the fetus of their mother. It's an amazing idea that the egg that we came from was actually cared for by our grandmother. For five months, our mothers were inside the womb of their mother, and our egg was in there. The legacy of caring that a woman has, just inherently, caring upon caring. It's an amazing, it's awe, wonder, and it's the wisdom of God. We think about all the history of the church, but at that fundamental aspect, we see God's, in his creation, the wisdom that he has. And really, when we think about the care of these women out of their substance, how they cared for the ministry.
And that's what we're called to do as well, all of us. Let's stand and offer our petitions. <laughs>